Hello, hello, audience. Hello, my friends, and first to become. I am Peter Resnick, and welcome to the Dr. Peter Resnick's Toolbox. Today, once again, we'll have an open mic show. Please feel free to call anytime if you have a question, a comment, or you want to share your night dream. The number here is 888-874-4888. Also, if you have trouble listening to us through the internet because of poor connection, connection uh, to internet, you can use the listen live by phone number and it is 1641-793-70. Nine one again, one six four three seven nine three seven zero nine one, and as usual, we'll start with a little show and tell. I came across this post on my Facebook uh, yesterday. The only people who are mad at you speaking the truth are those who people who live a lie. Keep speaking the truth. And right after that, reading that post, I started listening to an interview with Bobby Kennedy. He was asked why he refused to attack personally his opponents. And he answered that he wanted to deal with the issues, not with someone's personal flaws. I find it quite refreshing encouraging someone in this unhealthy hit below the belt times anything goes times has this kind of integrity and I agree with Bobby Kennedy on pretty much every single issue that he talks about from the border crisis to social climate in the United States to the war in Ukraine you know that I am not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican, but I would say I have conservative values of less interference of the state and individual responsibility. And as you know, I am from Ukraine, from a beautiful, beautiful city. Odessa that I heard recently was bombed and I hope it will not be destroyed. It's such a magnificent city. But I believe that Bobby Kennedy is the candidate, at least the Democratic candidate, uh, who dares to speak the truth, even though it is not the narrative of his political party. And that is that 350,000 Ukrainian young men and 50,000 Russian young men are dead because of the foreign policy of the United States and other Western countries, the, uh, the countries of the NATO. Putin and Zelensky were ready to sign uh, an accord acceptable for both sides. It was called Minsk Accord. Uh, and the Americans pulled the plug. I never thought that I will live to say these words. I love America. I'm very grateful to be an American citizen. Uh, but what is happening now is so disturbing. Ronald Reagan called USSR 
an evil empire. And now the United States looks like an evil, evil empire. And I believe the media is lying to us, ladies and gentlemen. What I do not understand is why. How can the Republican Senator Lindsey Graham or cons conservative, brilliant Mark Levine, the host of the show Life, Liberty and Levine, how can this intelligent and educated and well-informed people want to perpetuate the war that was instigated by the expansion of NATO? I do understand uh, that the, the puppet that we call the president uh, is told what to do by his handlers. But many of those on both sides of the aisle uh, who are intelligent people, and I believe loved America, and uh, I believed we're not warmongers, want to continue this war. It's tragic. That is why I see Bobby Kennedy to be the only candidate who not only understand what's going on, but also is willing to speak about it. Uh, and by the way, he asked the Biden administration for Secret Service protection. Any candidate, I didn't know that till recently, any candidate who gets 10% support uh, gets Secret Service protection. Obama, for example, having only 5% received Secret Service prote protection. Bobby Kennedy has way over 15%. And he requested from the government Secret Service protection, and they refused to give them uh, to give him protection. So Joe Biden, shame on you. And if something happens to the candidate, that you are afraid to debate, his blood will be on your hands. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I did not start today with a poem or some pleasant story. But it's kind of uh, very difficult times and, and, and it's hard to, to watch what's happening. Though uh, I kind of lived a little bit in the rosy, looked at everything through rosy glasses, in the past, and and I do take the glasses off, which means I basically believe, you know, that American people, it's such a beautiful country that American people are patriotic. And the first time I was shocked to see that an intelligent, educated person, a politician, lied, looked at people and lied. And that was Hillary Clinton, when she was running for a president against uh, against Donald Trump, she looked in the camera and said, 95% of Muslim people, are, no, she said 99% are good law-abiding citizens. When she knew, yes, majority of Muslim people are beautiful, hardworking and law-abiding citizens in the United States and around the world. But she knew she was the head of the State Department, and she knew that by estimation of Scotland Yard and CIA, between 10 and 20 percent, and let's be modest, moderate, let's say 10 percent of all Muslims are radica um, radical or radicalized. 
10% out of 1. What, 3 billion, it's 130 million. And she looked in the camera and said, 99%. She lied because she needed the support of the Muslim community in the United States. So I, I said, my God, this woman is really lying, lying, and, and she's not, she's shameless. So I understand that uh, from some people, love of America is secondary, love of power is number one. It's outrageous. There are other outrageous things that are happening in this country. A movie just came out, The Sound of Freedom, about the child sex slavery. Its release was stalled by the Hollywood for several years. Why? All these liberal, peace-loving, caring people in Hollywood, they're all progressive people. Why there is no cry from them? Let's save the children. Is it not the most burning issue of our time? Selling five, seven, ten-year-old children for sex, sex slavery and for body parts. What is happening in the world? I will tell you why. I will tell you how it could be put to end. The child slavery and even the drug trade as well. The, the illegal drugs that are coming to this country. There will be always people who are willing to commit crime for money, to transport drugs, to kill people, to kidnap children. Evil is a part of human nature. And in some people, it's stronger than in others. We have been addressing the problem, I believe, from the wrong end. Here is my answer. Uh, the child sex slavery trade and the drug trade are all there because there are consumers waiting on the other side. There are buyers. That is why there are sellers. Make the price of buying become unaffordable. We know that, for example, yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, thanks to Edward Snowden, that the National Security, NSA, National Security Agency, is collecting information on all citizens of the United States. They listen to all the conversations. They could easily identify who are the pedophiles, who are the buyers of slaves. Give each pedophile 10 years of maximum security prison once he or she is caught. By the way, the word pedophile is an incorrect word to use. Pedos in Greek means child and phylos means loving. People who are pedophiles do not love children. They love to torture children. They are the criminals. As much as, as the traders, as much as those who deliver the goods, whether it's drugs or little children. Yet most of the time they walk away with impunity. Even more, 
There are talks now about changing the term pedophile to a person who is attracted to minors. You understand what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Once again, we live in the times of, uh, I don't know, of Sodom and Gomorrah. So if you are retired, if you are bored, if you need meaning in life, what can be more meaningful than protecting children from the monsters, the real monsters, not imaginal? In the last two and a half years, 250,000 unaccompanied children crossed the United States border, open border policy. Welcome everybody. 85,000 of those children are not accounted for. Yeah, it's very nice to say these slogans I heard when, when Trump was building the wall. Let's not build walls, let's build bridges. Yes, now when there were walls, there were much fewer illegal immigrants, just the whole word, illegal, it means not legal, and yet they are welcome to the country, even though they are illegal. Now everything illegal became legal. Bobby Kennedy has the courage to admit these mistakes, and his mistakes, by the way, he said it in the interview I just heard, uh, that he was critical of Trump building walls. But after he visited the borders, he understood that something had to be done. I just needed to vent probably and, uh, and to share with you this. Anyway, I, I hope uh, you watch the movie Sound of Freedom, get inspired and get involved. I think I mentioned to you in one of the shows, I got involved some 15 years ago when an Israeli guy, a guy Jacobson, started the movement called Red Light Children. Uh, I, I got a telephone call here. We have a caller, Gina from New York. I will pause uh, on talking about the Red Light Children. Gina, you're on the air. Hello, Gina. Good afternoon, Dr. Resnick. Now, I'm not sure how to pose my question. Hopefully, I do sound fine. No, no coughing today and whatever. But anyway, you hit a chord um, about talking about your country and and the United States and all that. And it's like I just was thinking earlier is I'm becoming really disillusioned with mankind, with the world, with people. And I would, I really need your help to try to get over this hump because I'm like, I want some hope. I want, you know, it's like, I don't rely on hope. I rely on action. That's, I'm an action person for the most part. I mean, I'm spiritual and everything, but I just don't rely on that. Oh, woo, 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 help me. You know what I mean? But, but I feel like I'm shackled. I feel like, what do I do? How, where do I go? How do I get involved? You know, it's like. And when you mentioned about your country, I said, I wish I knew how to, if somebody, if they wanted to leave, that they could come, I would, I would house them. I was, I just can't stand the human, the suffering that's going on. And I, and I just, I had heard a little bit before about this, uh, Africa, Africa, what they're going through there, especially in, uh, Tiger, um, no, something, Niger or something like that. But anyway, I'm running on. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, Gina, 
So, you know, I pretty much feel the way you do. I, 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 but I just don't permit myself to stay in that state for long. I am also very disappointed. Humankind, and particularly in America, I idealized America. And American people, I believe, are most, no, it's not I believe, I've seen most charitable people always send help to anybody in need. And yet such things are happening, and it's all coming from the United States and NATO. These people who are suffering in Ukraine, it's all making of the NATO and the United States. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the question that you're posing, uh, how can I get involved? Mother Teresa said, there are no great things, only Mm -hmm. small things done with great love. You you just said something beautiful. You would house somebody, that's wonderful. But one more thing that you could do is to write to your congressman, to your senator, opposing yeah. the war. Because I the, do not believe in them anymore. They're, they're all self-absorbed. It's all about them. That's what I'm really getting at. Not us, not the ordinary people, the grassroots of us. I, we still have empathy and compassion the heart. But yeah. no, I have no... I don't know anybody basically outside of Trump and, and, and Giuliani and Kennedy and, you know, that I really could believe in. The rest, I don't, I just like, yeah. I'm sorry for coming, but it's just yeah, like. I, I, I will quote, it's so funny because a Jewish guy is quoting Christians, but I would quote Jesus again. Do not fight the evil, strengthen the good. Mm-hmm. For those who are doing good things, who are honest, and support them. This is number one. If Bobby Kennedy is speaking the truth, support him. Speak the truth. Write to your congressman. Write to your senator. We know that this whole affair started in 2014. 2014, Putin, who is not a friend of mine, said, this is the line in the sand. This is the red line. You cannot make Ukraine part of NATO. I know, I know. In times of Ronald Reagan, Gorbachev asked if if I withdraw 400,000 troops from Eastern countries, Eastern European countries, can you promise me that you will not expand expand your, your NATO, except it was okay with him that Eastern Europe, Germany, East Germany will become part of West Germany and will become part of NATO. And he was assured, absolutely not, not one inch. And then they expanded 1,000 miles. Now, all the countries surrounding the Soviet Union, former Russia or former Soviet Union, became, became parts of NATO. So that's where it all started. Mm-hmm. And now they started making uh, even um, Ukraine. They started sending troops to Ukraine uh, in 2016, uh, weapons through Turkey. So it's not by a chance that this horrible person, Putin, invaded Ukraine. Crimea mm-hmm. always belonged to Russia. Uh, even my city, Odessa, which was part of uh, Ukraine just in the last 60 years of my uh, it was also a part of Russia. It's Russian troops that in 1763 uh, conquered the fortress Hajibay from the Turks. And 
made it uh, a Russian city. 90% of people in, in Russia, um, in, in Odessa, 95% was, were, at least in my time, were speaking Russian. So it's a very complex issue. I do not understand how people like Lindsey Graham uh, supporting the war. And even more, I'm shocked again with um, Levine, Mark Levine. I, I have so much respect for him. He's such a brilliant guy. He also supports the, the war, continuation of the war. No, they wanted to negotiate. They wanted to make peace. And it's it's... The United States stopped it. So this is horrific. Thing, but I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, Are they getting something from the military industrial complex? Are they getting something from, I mean, you know, is what 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 is their, you know, what are they getting from, from this? They couldn't be, you know, they could, how can people stand by and see human suffering for nothing, Gina, basically? Gina, are you kidding? Are you, now, now we have to take off both this pink or, or roses glasses. What do you mean what they're getting? They, uh, uh, general Dynamics is getting. $113 billion went to Ukraine while so many American people are suffering. So many people need help. Uh, the whole- well, America, we are suffering in a certain sense, but not, not to the extent that Ukraine and, and, and Africa and other countries are suffering. We have not seen suffering. But we are sending um, out, sending money that perpetuates the war. If we were not supporting Ukraine, Russia would not remember. Russia did not move with all their troops. They have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of soldiers. They moved only with 40,000 soldiers originally because they wanted to put pressure on Zelensky so that they would negotiate and they would agree that they will not become part of NATO. And it's Western countries that started supplying them with, with modern weapons and escalated this war. That's the problem. And what, but let's go back to your question. What can no, we do? I just wanted to say something interjected from when you mentioned 2014. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty much up, you know, I, I kind of investigate and listen to many things before I open my mouth because I don't want to appear stupid. I, I really want to know for my own self. But this is obviously started way back then, and Russia has been giving warnings, warnings, but no, like you said, NATO wanted to escalate this for their own purpose, okay, for the, their own reason. I'm based, I'm doing just a basic line, you know, I'm not getting into detail, but in this, uh, is, is it to appease Russia? I mean, why did they refuse Russia to become into, to come into NATO? I mean, this could have all been avoided back in Obama days or whatever, or, you know what I mean? It's like, Jenna, do you know that mm -hmm. Russia at one point actually asked to be accepted into NATO? Yeah, so, why? Because we need an enemy. These corporations that produce weapons need an enemy. We need an excuse for war, to continue yes. war, continue yes. war. I am a senior, and I will, you can guess my age, but when I tell you, I've lived through too many wars. I've, I've tried to figure out why I have um, a fight-or-flight syndrome. Yeah, well, they, when they tell you to go under your desk, if you hear a siren or anything, like, crying on your desk, like, a little kids and you know and then when you go over oh, well, how is the desk going to protect you you know what i mean it's like so yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, then there's a 
see your uncle coming back from the Korean War, and then my pa- husband was a pilot in Vietnam, and I saw a lot of stuff over over there over, in, in, when I had to go to the hospitals and, and nurse to help help hold the hands of, of the young men that had limbs and brain. And I, it's it just, why don't we learn, Dr. Rundi? So, why don't we you know, learn? I want us, yeah, we both agree. We both agree. We, we, we think the same way. But I liked your first question, what can be done? And I, I repeat, it's That's only what I know. I'm not the smartest person. I don't have a lot of information. So I think you can write to your congressman, to your senator. You can get involved in helping not only uh, uh, with the issue of the war, protesting yeah. it, but you can get involved with uh, helping the movement to to fight this war on children to fight I have been, child I've done slavery. all of that. Mm-hmm. I've done all of that and um, oh, currently um, I can't have been as active as I used to be but I've, yeah, I've yeah. done all of that. I feel I feel like I feel like helpless I don't in this in this respect. I mean No, if you have done all that you listed, no, you're not helpless. You're speaking your mind and you are taking action and then you're an inspiration to others to do the same. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Gina, I, I want to go to to emails that I received from people. Thank you very much for calling. I, <laughs> I well, know I really, it yeah, I really was looking for more more healing for me so I can deal with this. I know that that I've done already. Is, is there any other words of wisdom that you can give me that I can cope with this? Uh, only, only prayer. Okay. I don't want to wait for Mother, like Mother Teresa didn't go to the, to the, 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 I the believe, class. yes, I believe the prayer works. The more fast. I do pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mother, Mother Teresa said once beautifully when, when they were organizing the march against the war, the organizers mm-hmm. uh, called against Vietnam War, called her mm-hmm. and said, um, Mother, we will will march against Vietnam War, would you join us? And she said, no, but when you march for peace, I will be there. Mm-hmm. So to pray and focus on peace okay. and refuse to be part of this, of this machine, <laughs> listening to this news that are actually escalating the war and supporting yeah. the narrative of... of well, being selfish, but I do do, do the breathing exercises and the visualization and stuff, and I just thought maybe there was something more, but it's like... Okay, Gina, like thank you very much for calling. Okay, you're welcome. Thank Bye-bye. Bye. So now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> oh, it's almost half of the show, and we spoke only about... Uh, but this, I have to say, these are burning issues uh, of our time in America. I received a couple of emails I actually want to share with you. One, uh, somebody that didn't authorize me to give their name. So, uh, Dr. Resnick, why do you deliberately irritate and or alienate some listeners or potential listeners? Why do you keep repeating, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you're pushing away those who identify as gender neutral? Well, I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I will just repeat what uh, an American singer and entrepreneur, whose name is Ne Yo, but it's his kind of uh, his name, his real name is Sheffer Chimere. 
he said, I have no issue with the LBG. I have no problem with none of them. You could identify as a goldfish if you feel like it. That ain't my business. It becomes my business when you try to make me play the game with you. So that's my answer. I don't believe there is such a thing as gender neutral. People are delusional. And uh, there is, a, I believe, an effort now in the media, in our time in the world, to create this confusion so people would be confused and people who are confused are easier to manipulate. I believe in God. And I believe what is said in Genesis <clears throat> chapter 1, verse 27. And God created him, male and female, he created them. So there is male and there is female. Uh, each male has some feminine qualities. Each female has some masculine qualities. But there are men and women. Uh, and we know, I'm not going to repeat it, sounds even stupid just to repeat. There is a difference between male uh, physiology and um, female physiology and psychologically some people can feel uh, more again feminine which means there is female and some people feel more masculine and God bless them but there is no such thing as gender neutral and that corresponds with biology we have all, ce all, all cells we are an electrical system as you know and every cell has its positive and negative charge or you can call it feminine and masculine uh, and when the charge becomes neutral or both become positive or both negative the cell dies so there is no life without polarity so it's natural the feminine and masculine to exist not neutral so that's my answer and i'm not going to play the game um, <laughs> yeah this reminds me of something that happened okay i will keep it to myself uh, so I got another email from Anne from Franklin, New Jersey, uh, who actually called us last week and shared us with her experiences of following the assignments that I gave and how well she was doing. She wrote also an email and thanked me and expanded on the, you know, the changes that she made as she followed the assignments that I gave six months prior but she also was kind enough to share something that i think you ladies and gentlemen could benefit the exercise from the book of stephan dr stephan ching um, by the way i know of stephan Cheng for many many years i have his books stephan Cheng is a physician uh, who is a grandson of the personal physician of the last emperor of China. He wrote a number of books, Tao of Sexology, Tao of Healthy Body, but Anna shared um, an exercise from his book that I don't have, the complete system of self-healing, internal exercises. So, and Anna, made a copy uh, and sent me an exercise, toe wiggling and body strengthening. And I, I read it, it made sense to me. And in fact, um, after reading the, the email for two days, uh, I've been doing it. 
Uh, I cannot tell you now about the long-term effects, but it feels good to wake up with this exercise, so I would like to recommend it to you. It's super simple. So here she sent me the page, so I will read it to you. During sleep, or for that matter, during any prolonged period of inactivity, toxins accumulate in the muscles due to the decrease of circulation, which also results in stiffness. Old age is often said to be to begin in the toes, as older people often suffer from poor circulation and cold feet. What we need then is to stretch the body upon the rising and help break up the toxins and restore the proper circulation to the muscles and the tissues of the body. This helps to wake up and be, us to be, wake up and become alert more quickly. If you observe animals such as cat, you will see that when they wake up, the first thing they do is they stretch their bodies. By the way, the dogs do the same thing. They are following a natural law, which we too need to follow. So here's the exercise. Upon rising in the morning, and while still in bed, stretch your arms, legs, back and feet. It does not matter which way, just stretch. By the way, I did this and it really feels good. Uh, be free about it, following no particular form or style. After you stretched, pause briefly to relax before getting up. Now, you need to move and strengthen and stimulate your toes. Wiggle the big toe back and forth several times. By moving the large toe, you stimulate all the nerves in your body. Wiggle your toes 12 times. Make sure that you pay close attention to the toe movement so that the exercise become a meditation as well. This will increase the benefits you derive from this exercise. Uh, that's, that's, that's it, very simple. And I will recommend you try. You don't, what do you have to lose, as they say, you know? Um, and finally, I received another email from my friend from California, Ricardo. Uh, thank you, Dr. Resnick. Hello, Dr. Resnick. It is Ricardo from LA. Thanks for commenting on my emails. I have a question that I hope you can address on the show if it is relevant. Ricardo, I want to tell you something, and everyone. If it is relevant to you, it is relevant to me. This show is not for me to, to show my knowledge or to speak, <laughs> to have an audience. This show is for you. So if something is relevant, if something is important, I will make it important to me and try to address it if I am able, if not, I'm not capable, I will do search, I will study, and if st I still cannot do it, I will tell you about it. So uh, Ricardo continues, I live in Los Angeles, and I take a train to work. It's similar to subways in New York City. The trains are full of homeless people and unemployed drug users. There are times when I see this people and I feel I have to be on alert to be ready to fight one of these goons because I get a bad 
feeling from some of them. I rather not have thoughts in my mind where I'm thinking about fighting one of these goons. Since every since energy goes where attention goes, so I think about it, uh, and I don't want to attract them eventually. I'm wondering wondering if there is an exercise to use in these situations. I know you gave out the quote danger exercise once, the exercise you used on the long uh, on the oh, why on the Long Island Expressway to escape paying a fare. <laughs> so cute that you remember. Yes, it was called uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I it's called um, white silk turban exercise. So would this exercise be used in this situation? I don't feel in danger. I just don't want to think about fighting those goons. Uh, Ricardo, first of all, stop calling them goons. I think it's a derogatory term, even though I never heard this uh, word. But I think it's offensive, because you're already starting with the premise that these people are not good people. So you're already uh, either looking at them from above, or with resentment. So you're already birthing resentment inside of you. These people possibly are lost, they're in pain, or they're slaves to substance. It's a pitiful situation. Uh, as long as they're not attacking you, you bless them. Remember, if somebody physically attacks you, I, I say usually to people, uh, Anybody can say anything to me. Whatever they say, it says something about them. If they are raising their voice, that's who they are. I don't need to do the same thing. If they're nasty, that's their way of dealing with people. I feel sorry for them. I say, say anything you want, just don't touch. If you touch, then I have to protect myself. So I, I told, I think even on the show, I said a number of times, I could kill somebody without resenting them or without being angry, which means if somebody would attempt to kill me, it's my responsibility to protect myself. And, and if somebody is attacking me, I'm not going to go halfway, because if I go halfway, they can find a way to hurt me and kill me, possibly. Because if somebody is attacking me, I assume they can hit me, I can fall down and hit my head and be dead. So I would rather them be dead. But I don't need to resent them, because if I were in their situation, in their state of mind, with their support or lack of it from the community or family, I probably would do the same thing. But I'm not them, so I'm not going to be part of resenting them. So, but uh, to answer your question about exercises, uh, the exercise. Um, White silk turban is a very good one. If you feel unsafe, you close your eyes, say to yourself mentally, I'm doing this exercise with an intention to be invisible. And you imagine being covered from head to toe uh, with white silk turban that you can see through, but nobody can see you inside. So you become invisible. And yes, <laughs> I told this story. I did not... Uh, it was my attempt to, 
to test out this technique. I didn't mind paying whatever fare on Long Island Express where there was. Uh, though, you know, I owe probably uh, Long Island Expressway, uh, whatever it was, 8 750 or whatever. Uh, but I wanted to try this technique, and indeed, uh, the conductor or whatever they call this person checked tickets of everyone and just passed me as if I didn't exist. So if you are in danger, that's what you imagine. If you want to do a little better than that, you can do a different exercise of connecting with people. Maybe I even told you that story too. Um, and I, I do it, in fact, often. If, if I am in a supermarket and I see that uh, a cashier is irritated or tired or not very welcoming to people, uh, and I am few people away, I close my eyes and focus on my chest, this is the exercise, then see a beam of white light coming out of my chest, moving forward and then curving to the right, creating a full circle around me. And then I gently breathe out and see the circle of my light, of my energy expanding till it embraces this person, or if you're in a train, embraces everyone and then everyone who enters the circle of your energy looks at you and smiles and you smile back. I've done it many times with cashiers and even if they're not so pleasant with other people and I do this exercise and I see them smiling and I smile to them, then somehow they, they sigh and say, oh, what a hard day and I'm empathetic and we have a very pleasant and nice conversation. I never had an experience of somebody not being nice to me, like a cashier, because I always connect with them and, and they're always nice. These are the two exercises that you could do. It, it's so cute, Ricardo, that you remembered actually my story, because I told this story probably at least a year ago. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's 2.42. We have only 18 minutes left. And I must inform you that we have arrived to the final stage of the six pillars of well-being program. Evaluating where we are after having traveled all this time would be useful. If you did exercises, what qualities did you work on? How is your willpower? Because I also was sharing with you with what is called WIT, W-I-T, Will Integration Training, so you could follow the program, so you would have the will to follow, commitment to follow. How is your relationship with yourself? How is your relationship with others? What changes have you made in your life? Remember, in the beginning of the journey, you were told, that you will be able to make permanent changes in your lives. Uh, I did not say to you that you will be changed 100%. A permanent change of 10 or 20% is an enormous change. I started working on my qualities deliberately in 1990, that is 33 years ago. And now 33 years later, 
a few qualities I wanted to change, did change pretty much 100%. But very few. Most have changed 60%, 40%, and some even 20%. And that is after 33 years. The wonderful thing is that with each year, you continue working on yourself. The quality of your life is changing a lot. Uh, I would appreciate if you send me emails with your feedback about the whole program. We arrived, as I said, we, we covered the last six, six pillar uh, spiritual and moral issues. As they say, you do not grow old, you get old when you stop growing. The road to being the best of yourself is always under construction. I introduced to you the six pillars of well-being. I looked up on 50, February 23rd, 2021, two and a half years ago. Uh, and I have to tell you, I, I'm not going to repeat all the things that we have been through. Uh, I hope some of you followed all the, the whole program. But I have something to tell you, you know, for some reason, since I introduced the program two and a half years ago, and I told you that it is available as a audio, or actually video, on my uh, website, but I did not publish a book. I did not even look for a publisher. I was reluctant, and, I, and it's been two and a half years. I share with you all the parts of the program, and yet, for some reason, I was reluctant to do it. And now I know why. I discovered a major flaw in this program, and that is, yes, we covered, if you remember, the physical world, and, and then if you look, remember, of the hexagram, the spiritual and emotional world, and then the four other sides, remember, uh, our personal, our, our self-talk and our feelings, and on the other side, social conditioning, our conscious and unconscious beliefs. But what I realized is, uh, was, actually only a couple of weeks ago I realized that I did not cover, I, we are talking about six pillars of well-being of a human being, the whole well-being. And all I was talking is, was about us, individuals. I did not include, ladies and gentlemen, I did not include the subject of relationships. Relationships. Relationships are so important. Yes, it's important to know your unconscious beliefs, even about relations, it's about the world. It's important to deal with all your conscious beliefs, attitudes, and character traits, and we've covered 23, from greed to expectations, to doubt, denial, uh, jealousy, and so on. Yes, but I did not include the relationship. So I decided that I will take out the one pillar called social conditioning. And it's not that it's not important. 
but I will make relationships with oneself and others, relationship with oneself and others, the sixth pillar. And social conditioning will be just a part of relationship because we know that the way we will relate to particularly to other people depends on how we grew up, uh, what conditioning we received from our childhood. For example, we observe how parents interact with one another, and we learn about relationships. We observe and take in how our parents treat us, and we learn about uh, how we can relate to ourselves and who we are, our self-worth, if you want to use this term. Um, so, so, but there are many things which go beyond uh, social conditioning. They are coming from a person's individual inclinations in the relationship, individual qualities that they do or do not manifest. Some people um, react in a positive way, let's say, to someone's comment. Uh, um, if, if somebody comments that they're dissatisfied something, and the person may say, thank you, what can I do to make it better? And the other one can attack the uh, person. That's individual character traits that, that govern your responses in the relationship. So I think that I need to spend time talking about relationships and teach, again, tools on how to manage relationships, uh, how to stay in a healthy relationship and keep it healthy, keep it healthy and keep it uh, also exciting and sexual. If you are in a romantic relationship, fortunately, some people become after a while companions, but not lovers. So how to keep the fire going, we also can talk about it. So I will spend a little more time talking about the six pillars. The, the one of the pillars that I neglect, but as I said, I don't want to, to make it seven pillars. I will just uh, take out the social conditioning. We'll talk now about how to make your relationships work. And it will probably take another uh, show or maybe two to cover it. And then we'll be finished. We'll be finished with six pillars of well-being. And after that, I am not, I, no, I actually, I'm preparing something new. Uh, what, what I intended to do that to make it interactive show where people call with their night dreams and with their, with their problems or questions, and we, I work with them on the air, it doesn't seem to work. I, I see 10, 15 people, 20 people the most, um, calling repeatedly over the last these three almost three years but that's not that's not dealing with the issue so I have to make a, a big turn in in my in how I conduct this show because if you if you follow what I've done what I said, did during this show for almost three years even though I repeated some subjects a little bit, uh, mostly 
it's being new material, whether you spoke about stress or, or uh, anger or uh, greed uh, or cancer or depression, was over and over I sharing, was sharing with you the tools was from my toolbox, but I almost ran out of the tools. I shared with you everything. You can go back to this to the archives and read. I don't want to repeat myself. Listen to to this show. I don't want to repeat myself. So what do I do? So I am preparing something that will be, uh, I believe, a big turn in this, uh, in the way I, in the subjects that I cover. And I hope you stay with me and you will be interested in the change that I make. And, but I have to say it's out of not knowing what to do. Do I fold the, the show uh, or I continue? But what I do, I repeat the subjects over and over again. That's boring and it's a waste of my time because you already have it. There is 134 shows that I that are posted on archives. So I will come up with something and I will announce it next week. I will start a whole new subject that I believe will take a long, long time. In fact, I believe it is the most powerful uh, and enduring and rich tool that I could ever discuss. And that's not the tool that Peter Resnick invented. Uh, so you may be guessing what it will. Be. But anyway, but that will be next next week. I will announce it, but we'll be still working with relationships. Unless you have some questions and you call with them and they will take us a different direction. Just like we discussed um, the, the issues that Ricardo brought up or, you know, political issues that are happening. And, uh, and my son always, my, since I started the show, encouraged me, don't go into religion, don't go into politics if you want to, to have listeners and you don't want to alienate people. But then I said, I, 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 then I could be back in the Soviet Union where you couldn't speak about things that, you, that matter to you. Uh, but now, I, I, Thanks to Gary Nall, who is so open-minded and um, really welcoming different welcomes different opinions. I was never restricted in what I will talk about, what I talk about, and the subjects um, that I bring up, my opinion. Nobody censored me yet. And I don't think that Gary Nall is a person who censors people. He welcomes people with different opinions. That is not the case with majority of shows, as far as I know, they are very polarized. I, know, I mean, not, not shows, but networks. But thankfully, I still can express my opinion. And I hope you feel free to express your opinions, even if they're different from mine, you're absolutely welcome. I, people don't have to agree with me. Anyway, uh, this, sh this show is coming to an end. I want to thank you all for participating. And I would very much, I know I repeat myself, I would very much appreciate if you write to me, if you did follow the six pillars of well-being, if you did 
all or some of the assignments that I was giving. It's a lot of material that we covered. And I want to see if these things are actually working for you. I tested them on my own because they are not coming as a theoretical material. I came to conclusions that that would be useful to people. No, because I've been in practice now for 45 years. And every single tool that I shared with you, the six pillars of well-being or other subjects like on depression, anxiety, every single thing that I recommended come from my experience of working with people and finding those tools being actually useful. I would love to hear your feedback specifically about following um, those who follow the six pillars of well-being. Again, next week we'll be talking about relationships. If you want me to focus on some specific aspects of relationships, please write to me. My email is uh, at gmail.com d-r-p-e-t-e-r r-e-z n as nancy i-k at gmail.com i'm looking forward to getting emails from you uh, and also having your attention next week uh, tuesday at prn thank you and be happy peace to all who want to live in peace